Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us for a special sponsorship edition of the Fort Worth Roots podcast. If you are looking for information about a roofer in the Fort Worth area, if you are a competitor trying to figure out what's going on on this podcast, talking about roofing here in DFW, or if you uh, are considering using Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck and you just want more information, or if by chance you're another business that's interested in sponsoring the Fort Worth Roots podcast and you just want to see what a sponsorship episode sounds like, you're in the right place. If you looked up Fort Worth Roots podcast and you want to actually hear an episode, you are in the wrong place. Fort Worth Roots is a variety podcast that focuses on our community's creators. We have musicians, artists, all sorts of creative individuals that come on the show and tell us about what they've been working on and how they're making Fort Worth a better place. Those episodes are available every Monday, and you can actually go right now to fortworthroots.com and see 123 episodes that we've already completed and have posted for you. You can also go to all your favorite streaming services, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more to find the Fort Worth Roots podcast. It is an absolute honor to have Darren Houck from Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck on the show today. They have sponsored the Fort Worth Roots podcast for over a year now, and I have been trying to get this man in our studio so that we could just talk a little bit about Roofing Solutions and what goes into selecting a good, local, reputable roofer here in the DFW area. You can get a hold of Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck by calling 817-882-6520. And if you'll tell them that you heard about them on the Fort Worth Roots podcast, they will give you 50% off on a roofing tune-up, something we talk about later in this episode, so you know all the specifics of that. Again, that number is 817-882-6520. And you can get them online by going to roofingsolutionshouck.com. And a big thank you to you, the listener. I hope this episode answers a lot of questions that you might have about roofing or how to choose a qualified roofer here in the DFW area. That is enough talking out of me. Let's start the show. Welcome back, folks. I got Darren Houck from Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck. Thank you for coming back into the studio, sir. Uh, I always appreciate being here. It's a lot of fun, mostly. So today we want to talk about our sponsorship relationship. Uh, last episode you were on, we talked about you being a sponsor and a friend, but today we're not talking about a friendship. We're just talking about sponsorship. So tell me a little bit about Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck. Well. <laughs> just dropped it on <laughs> hey, you. I know. I, I've got uh, questions, but let's just see how you do uh, freestyle. <laughs> uh, well, I'm a third generation roofing contractor. I I didn't know that. So your grandfather was a roofer, well, too? Well, not grandfather, oh, okay. but two un- my father had two uncles that were brothers okay. that both had uh, roofing companies, one in Dallas and one in Fort Worth back in the 50s. Yeah. Dad started his company, City Roofing Company, in mm-hmm. 1964, which is, he recently passed away, but he sold it years ago to some good guys, and it's still in operation today. Now, that I did not know. I did a little bit of roofing years ago, and I learned a little bit about the importance of finding somebody local. Um, As a homeowner before that, I really didn't know of any kind of difference. Now, you can Google this and look it up yourself, but an issue that people run into a lot is whenever a storm blows through, out-of-town folks show up out of the woodwork right they just pop out of everywhere oh absolutely yeah and professional stormtroopers that come in from everywhere it's easier for them to hide now Mm. if you think about it you know you and i could go to oklahoma city tomorrow and in a matter of minutes we could go get what everybody calls a burner phone and now you have a local phone number yeah you can go to the fast sign place and get signs made uh vehicle wraps all that so 
you can look like you've been in business forever uh, nowadays. Within 24, 48 hours. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we used to know a sign company here in Fort Worth. Unfortunately, Dallas-Fort Worth is the hell capital of the world. So uh, it's more like people in our backyards running up to Oklahoma City is a lot more prevalent than people from Oklahoma City coming here. Yeah. And the the biggest problem that I really have is not those guys. It's it's the local guy that was a painter and he got hit in the head with a hailstone and decides I can be a roofer. I go buy yeah. me a hammer and <laughs> or you know even more so you got builders and remodelers uh that that know subcontractors and they're trusting a group of 20-year-old roofers to do the job right. And yeah. I can tell you, I've never had a crew here that I didn't have to teach them the correct way to put a roof on our way, which is, you know, in our contracts. They want to argue with me, usually in the early days. <laughs> but, you know, they, they want to save $50 here. Well, if you get one leak, that's that, that costs a whole lot more than $50 and ruins a reputation quickly. Right. I know you said that you weren't really concerned about storm chasers, but the thing that bothers me about people coming from other cities or other states to uh, take care of our neighbors here locally is that whenever they leave, if you have an issue, as many times, you're the expert here, you can back right. me up, There's sometimes there are issues. Maybe uh, something needs to get adjusted or maybe something wasn't quite right. They're not coming back to fix that. Well, that's right. And, and you know, that's also part of the problem. I mean, I, I used to be with AAA Insurance, and I'll just call them out right here. <laughs> Are they uh, still around? I used to, Oh, absolutely. I don't know if they still do things the same way, but I was with AAA, and all of a sudden I got a big advertisement for, uh, you know, they, they wanted me as a consumer to use their roofing company. And so I thought, well, if they've got, you know approved contractors or however they used whatever term they used you know maybe i need to see what it takes to get on that list yeah i called them up and well you have to have workman's comp insurance on every person that walks on the roof well no roofing company in dallas fort worth has uh workman's comp insurance on their roofs i'm just sorry it's not that some big commercial ones do but quite simply the same insurance company does not pay enough money when they pay a claim to have those people uh, so so what you're saying is as a I'm saying anybody is as, as a homeowner anybody tells you they have workman's comp insurance on their roofers on top of your house unless they're charging a hundred thousand for the run. roof <laughs> yeah you need to turn around and run because that's the wrong guy yeah you shouldn't let somebody knocking on your door come climb on your roof you right. know the, if you got a big hailstorms hitting your neighborhood the local guys aren't, you know, they're not usually needing to knock on doors. You know, we don't we don't chase storms. Even locally, we don't go knock on doors. Um, you know, people call us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we value their privacy, and you know, but it, it but it always amazes me. I, I go around talk to people, and they they complain about X Y Z roofers been knocking on the doors around here driving us nuts you yeah. know this and that and then i look up and they've got their sign in their yard it's like why are you rewarding them for that if that's yeah you know the way you feel about it but it's high pressured sales technique and it does right. work on some people but i think that's one of probably the best selling points for roofing solutions is that you don't knock on people's doors well, that's right. <laughs> you know, top 10 reasons i don't have to you know i mean i would have to if i was going to go roof in north dallas you know yeah. that's the only way and you know we have done roofs in 
all over Dallas. We've gone to Austin. We've, uh, you know, we've we've traveled quite a ways out. But it's only because one of my customers has called me and said, "I've got another house here," or "My aunt lives in Greenville. Can you put a roof on here?" We, I think, we've done about four houses in in Greenville, as mm-hmm. a matter of fact. But so when we're requested, we don't mind traveling. But I'm not going to go. You know, it's exactly that. I, I stand behind what I do and. And it's just against everything that I believe in, really. Yeah, that makes sense. And we work year-round. I mean, that's the difference is that people that come from other companies and end up working for us, they're always shocked at how busy we are from, you know, Thanksgiving all the way through the spring. Well, that's because of of your reputation. People know that if they have an issue anywhere in this area, that they can trust you to come out and get it done right. So there's no need for them to look for other people. They've got Darren. Well, and the the thing is we've... uh, you know, it's not like we do have a flawless reputation. We've never had a single complaint that's been turned into the Better Business Bureau or any of those websites and, you know, all that. Nobody's ever done that. Does that mean that we've never had a problem? Absolutely not. We have problems, but we handle them. We do the right thing. We have a we have a customer that the manufacturer did not stand behind their products. They had a faulty product. This is a good customer of mine, and I paid to take his roof off and put a new roof on it, and that hurt. Yeah, no <laughs> but, kidding. But, you know, that's my reputation. I had to do it, and I've roofed about eight houses for the guy now. So, And that's, that's something else that you excel at is dealing with these manufacturers because not only have you been uh, roofing for a very long time and your father roofed and your uncle's roofed, but you also were on the other side of this as the manufacturer side. I, I tried to get out of it somehow, but just <laughs> kept pulling me back in. Yes, I, I worked for several years for – and then – for other uh, manufacturers and even with that it was kind of unique that the different types i worked for a uh, tile roofing manufacturer that was a big nationwide company they went out of business Uh, everybody buys everybody out Uh, i worked for a uh, a new company making metal shingles that was an outstanding product that got bought up by their competitor and put on the shelf. Started out with a commercial roofing manufacturer where for six years I was not only their sales rep, but I was their technical rep where I went and trained people how to install these torch down modified roofs, the glue down and mop down of the same type of products and it was my job to inspect roofs that that manufacturer put warranties on so Mm -hmm. i've got an interesting just by coincidence a a lot of different slices yeah of of that end of the business yeah you've got intimate knowledge of it and if you walk into the uh uh, roofing solutions by darren hauck office there's awards and certifications on every wall almost (laughs) floor to ceiling you're going to need more walls soon, uh, like now. <laughs> right, right. I've ran out of walls for sure. We, yeah. we we took less prestigious awards down to put more prestigious ones up. But, right. But we're we're proud of what we do. Uh, what large projects in the area could people drive by and, and admire that you've done recently or within the last five years? You know, some of my customers that have hundred thousand dollar residential roof mm-hmm. i don't think they want me giving right. their address out not 100 and i want to do their next house when they <laughs> yeah. build the next mansion yeah but yes we do have several of those that uh but they can they could look at uh examples on your website on the website yeah. you can come by the office you can show them around absolutely your office is located on meandering what's the address there it's 5500 meandering road okay. so if you're you know what i tell people who have been around fort worth for a long time if you 
go to Burgers Lake or YMCA Camp Carter, you have to go by our office to get there. Yeah. So, or the back gate into the That's right. The East NASJRB cars. Right. Well, so we're here in River Oaks, but I, I grew up in West Side of Fort Worth. So uh, to me, I knew this was just like a neighborhood of Fort Worth to me. Uh, going to camp carter and burgers all that growing up so and we do have a brick and mortar office which is you know you, you talked about that i mean that is something to look for with a legitimate contractor mm-hmm. do they have brick and mortar business i would say probably less than one percent probably do wow i heard one of my competitors uh, which was a good competitor i, I heard him tell somebody one time don't just ask for references. Is somebody going to give you, you know, why would you ask for references? Are they going to give you a bad reference? So one way interesting to do it is ask them for a reference of somebody you did last week. Mm-hmm. So not everybody was roofing last week, number one. Yeah. <laughs> number two, you can't just pick and choose uh, who you did last week. So, right. You know. Or like you said, another great way to identify a quality uh, established roofing company would be do you have a brick and mortar location there you go that's or are right. you operating this out of your garage that's right <laughs> i saw one the other day these uh, nowadays these young roofers all have these big uh, wraps all over their trucks and uh-huh. I, I saw one in a home depot parking lot and i noticed that there was a the phone number on the side was a little square wrap that went over a wrap <laughs> and i don't know so uh, wouldn't say the name if i knew it but yeah. it looked to me like they go to a new town and they just go to the rap Rip shop it and have a new phone number put over the old yeah. one, you know i don't know if you're gonna like this question or not i like this question because i know that in the state of texas you're not required to have any kind of real education in roofing anybody can be a roofer yep. so this question is do you have proper licensing and certification insurance right so that is a real good point because here's the problem i have fought for years uh, in favor of licensing i mean the first time i remember it was when i was a kid or actually through my dad's company i saw an article where mike moncrief was like a state senator before he was the mayor of fort worth and he brought it up like in 72 asking for it but what happens is they take it they take it to the state and, and all of a sudden we, we get the uh, builders lobby mm-hmm. says well builders shouldn't have to use the roofing company they got their own subs they so they make an exclusion they don't have to have it then the apartment association comes in and says well the next thing you know you've watered it down so much that uh, the state roofing association that's been the one fighting for that most of this time uh, i think they end up backing out at one point because you're better off to not have it than to have one that's you know the problem is we mentioned i got nothing against oklahoma city great city (laughs) i'm sure they've got great contractors there too but we use that as an example well, you know, how hard is it? Texas is a big place. So all of a sudden, if we have licensing, how hard is it from somebody from Oklahoma City to come get a state license? And now we have the state making them look legitimate. So yeah. that's one of the problems with having license is who enforces it. They've got a little bit of a certification program now that's like a honor system. Roofing Contractors Association of Texas has this. And I, I did it back. Uh, I was like... My certificate on the wall in there says, like, yeah. number 136. I think they're up into the tens of thousands by now. Yeah. And and I don't even participate in that program just because, you know, less than 1% of the roofers do. Yeah, uh, I've never had one single person ask me if, right. if I was part of that program. So, yeah. 
Uh, so at one time you were until it became irrelevant. Well, I was I was certified in that, but at that time it wasn't. You know, they started using the word license for this same certification. When right. I when I left the roofing end um, and when I went to the manufacturing end, that certification went away. Okay, and I never never signed back up for it because nobody's ever asked for it at all. Yeah. So what what should people look for? I mean, we already talked about, you know, they can look for a brick-and-mortar location or they can ask the uh, contractor to uh, provide a reference for a job they completed in the last week. But is there anything else that somebody could look for or ask that uh, contractor, that roofer for as uh, certification or anything along those lines? Well, there's certifications for just about every manufacturer. Right. Uh, they carry of, their own. Yeah. Some of them are more of a marketing tool. They right. want, they, they'll give it to you. Put your sticker in my window. Right. Yeah. You know, if you'll buy my <laughs> products, I'll make you certified. Yeah. But there are some like Certainty that does background checks, and then we actually have to do training. Uh-huh. Uh, in fact, it's even has uh, ongoing training where every so many years we have to take another test or or they'll give updates and we've got to read and make sure we understand what the updates are to how to install their products and all that and it's pretty extensive going through from installers so we have and i don't even remember now what their credentials are so individuals can get credentials but then if you're like us we've gone through all of it to where we have salespeople that have taken training that teaches them the difference between good shingles and good, better, best, or whatever, yeah. and and then installers, how to install, and then if the the main company has management type deals, if you if you reach all of those goals and have a certain number of people, then you can become the company itself is a certified company and uh, we are that <laughs> i'm sorry right. y'all got i was trying yeah. to forget what what company i was talking about there for a second certainty is that we're, the manufacturer you use most frequently uh them and Owen, owens corning and we're preferred contractors for owens corning as well you constantly are going to have to work with the insurance company the city and other uh, agencies that might require a permit you being a local is also one of the advantages to this because you know the process for every city, every area around DFW. If you're going to put a roof on someone's house, you know what's going to be required for that. Right. So, if we don't, we make the phone call. There's sometimes different jurisdictions have different things. But usually your your permits are normally, and the big cities don't even do it. So that's what's kind of the funny part. But like here in River Oaks, we did away with permits because they weren't really doing inspections or mm-hmm. anything to show it was right. But what, what I lobbied for is to go ahead and have a registration where uh, you have to be registered to put a roof on, and to be registered, you have to show proof of liability insurance. Right. So, which I think in River Oaks, I think we've got pretty standard is a million dollar of liability insurance. Yeah, so at least you're making sure somebody, and and if you're looking at somebody's, you know, ask for their certificate. You pay five figures for insurance, you want to show something every now and then. Uh, right. And very, you know, I think it's very few people that do. They say they're insured, but I think they're talking about the liability insurance on their truck they pulled up in. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so I, I had heard at one point that like less than 2% 
of roofers in the Metroplex have liability insurance. But mm. for me, it's my, my family. If something goes wrong, I've got to have protection Yeah, uh, that, it, that it's covered. And we've never had a claim. Once again, it doesn't mean we don't have problems. It's just uh, right. the insurance is so high without a claim that we pay for it out of our pocket <laughs> yeah. if there's anything that's, uh, that's not right. Yeah. Can you think of an absolute horror story that you encountered over your long uh, career as a roofing professional? where a customer went with a non-reputable company and uh, had to pay the ultimate price for it. You know, I've seen several <laughs> things throughout the year. The one that first comes to mind when you said that is not so much using the the other the wrong contractor, but the do-it-yourselfer. Uh-huh. You know, you can go to Home Depot and Lowe's, and they have all these roofing <laughs> products. and um, At three times the cost. Well, first thing, first of all, is, you know, you got snake oil uh, that comes in a spray can, uh fix any leak if it's flexible and it seals and it says something like that on the can it's going to cost you more money to have me come fix it right later (laughs) spray paint does not fix leaks and i just cannot believe you know that they saw a boat in half and say that holds up well you know if you use two thousand dollars worth of goo it'll probably float but it doesn't fix leaks but i saw we had a guy one time some of these uh older houses used to have tar and gravel roofs on residential Mm -hmm. and he called me up he had had some leaks and pretty bad leaks and he went to home depot and he bought one of these liquid products that was not made to be used as he used it so they have products that are good but you still have to know how to use them right i went in his house and all over his house he had instead of water coming oh no he had black tar (laughs) dripping through which if you use the right product it's not even that it doesn't run like paint right that was a that was a roof coating that goes over a good roof oh no and he poured it in and it was all over the sheetrock and everything (laughs) and i I uh, didn't. We 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 fixed the roof, but I wasn't there for the rest. But I understand that he basically had to replace all the sheetrock in his house oh because it just is not going to come up. You had to take it off, and and that magic eraser won't remove that. Not, no, I don't think so. <laughs> That'd be the worst thing you'd ever want to get on anything. <laughs> I had uh, uh, another time we had something that was just interesting. Our roofers were out, and all of a sudden they called and they got close to a dormer and had bees attacking they were honeybees so they called the beekeeper did the right thing beekeeper came out there that's right we had to stop everything (laughs) beekeeper came out there and did their smoke thing and all that and was just pulling out huge chunks and and what it was i mean this thing was probably 10 foot long by five foot wide and they just moved about five foot tall the whole thing was one huge nest oh my god and uh, he pulled all that stuff out and all that. We went back and did the roof. And um, some years later, I was driving down the road with some friends. The uh, The wife used to be in the insurance business. And I passed that house and I said, told him the story. She says, oh, my gosh, we had a claim on that house. I said, oh, really? She said, yeah, the, the honey. And I said, what about it? She said, well, when the beekeeper took all the bees out, the rest of the honey and the honeycomb and all that, if the bees aren't working, it it dissolves. So all of a sudden, it came through like the tar. It dripped through the house, rent the hardwood floors, rent the sheetrock. Oh, my God. And I had never heard that part of the story, but here's the insurance agent telling me about this claim that came way after we were gone, you know. So so you hear it all. (laughs) Man, I, yeah, so a lot of people don't know this, but you're not supposed to just kill bees, okay? 
there are professionals that will come out and remove those bees for you. As a planet, we're actually running out of bees. That's right. So that's another way you can identify a good we roofer. Can't, we can't live without bees. <laughs> that's right. The bees go away. They don't pollinate. We're in a lot of trouble. Pollinize the. Uh, Do you know that's why foods we eat? You know that's why almonds have gone up so much in price and other nuts that are pollinated by bees. No, yeah. I didn't. There are uh, uh, beekeepers that their entire operation is based around pollinating fields. So these almond fields, they'll bring in these bees through a contractor. He'll come out there and he'll let those bees go and they'll pollinate fields. It's the only way to do it. There's no artificial way to do this. I don't yeah, guess. Not, yeah, not, no, not, not at that capacity. And I think that's what all beekeepers do. I know somebody in East Texas that sells honey, but I, I started finding out that that's what he does is he takes really? his bees and he'll put it in this farmer they pay him to come yeah. put them in this field and then he'll put some over here move them around and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and he said that some of the, the honey can change flavor depending on what it's been around that's wild and of course i guess that's part of the whole thing with allergies that i never understood how how local does it have to be for that to work does I've it heard have mixed to be reviews on same that. T- you know does it have to be the same county or the same state or you know well i know uh, for cedar allergies and this guy right here yeah. it's benadryl or bust I haven't found any honey that'll fix that. What steps do you take to ensure the safety of the home and the family? Years ago, I learned that uh, my father's company was over in Arlington Heights, where I grew up, and there's a lot of older homes there. And uh, I, I learned over time that you know, once you had everything worked out with the customer, they picked their color and all that kind of stuff. We would make sure and walk around the house i mean that that's what we do now but i mm-hmm. mean years ago when i first started realizing all this is, uh, you walk around the house and and look up and point out the fact that uh, your driveway's got this big crack here with the grass growing out of it i mm. want to make sure you see that our trucks didn't cause that right yeah or uh, over there they had a lot of these uh houses that had real big eaves and overhangs and all that and you'd look up and they're just sagging over time well i started realizing that people don't really look up at their old roof but when you put a brand new one on they stand back and look at it and say what'd you do to my eaves they're dropping down so i learned a long time ago walk around the house show them in advance so that we we understand what we're dealing with we're not rebuilding your house Uh, Uh, if you want something done about the eaves that's a different story yeah uh or or my favorite one is when they have exposed eaves and they have nails going through it and the nails are painted y'all did that so they don't see them (laughs) no we didn't do it they're painted yeah they they were there last time you had your house painted so Mm -hmm. how did we do that but little little nuances that you pick up along the way that's right yeah so somebody shouldn't let somebody go on door to i mean i have it all the time where people uh, call me up and say a roofer was going down the neighborhood and he asked to do a free roof inspection i knew i was going to use you but i went ahead and let him climb up there and he said yeah you got hell damage everywhere well, I wouldn't let somebody that I don't know on my roof at all. Right. And it has been, you know, there have been people to take a ball peen hammer or other things like that to create damage. That's and, something I was going to bring up, too. And, and yeah. I, I know somebody here in River Oaks that had uh, one of the major insurance carriers said, this is not hail damage. This was created. Yeah. Well, they kind of, you know, kind of thought it was the homeowner or whatever. Right. And... I don't remember. Something ended up happening, and the the roofer who was under contract to do this roof, when this all came up, he came up there and ripped the roof off real quick and put a new roof on and covered up the evidence. It yeah. was a it was a 
I know that they wanted this particular homeowner, they wanted them to come to Dallas to do a deposition against him. Yeah. And they, they didn't do it, but Yeah. And I've I've heard and actually seen people do this. I've whenever I was first learning uh, how to identify hail damage and things to look for on a roof. I got up on a roof with somebody that uh, I don't believe works for this company anymore, but he was showing me how to clean up the hell damage so that you could see it better. And what he was doing is he was taking his pocket knife, the edge of oh. it, and he was <laughs> kind of rounding out where suspected hail damage was. Now, he's doing exactly what you're talking about, and he didn't need to bring a hammer up there. He had his pocket knife right there in his pocket. So now, this being my probably second time on a roof, I didn't understand what he's doing. He told me he was cleaning it up to... Yeah, no, you know, make it more present. That would be what I would call creating hell damage, or yeah. what the insurance companies call mechanical damage, or so. in the court of law, um, insurance yeah. fraud, right? Absolutely, right? which is a felony. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, that's another good reason to not just let any idiot up on your roof, right? So, I mean, that's the thing. Like I say, the first sign is if if there's signs popping up in your neighborhood, if you didn't see hell, but but signs start popping up, maybe you should find the reputable guy that's not coming to your door or mm-hmm. ask your ask your neighbors uh you know and if it's somebody that came to their door don't use them either find out if you have used them in the past how long have you known them but <clears throat> but they made so many promises darren they're they're gonna really take care of me and and they they're gonna they're gonna pay for everything it's well, not gonna the, cost the, me a dime the 10-year warranty is always the good one the 20-year you know, warranty if, if you're not gonna be here in five years if you're not going to be here in six months you can put any kind of warranty you want right yeah. these guys change names quite often too so so i guess plain and simple just find yourself a trusted local roofer that's right and don't just listen to anybody knocking on your door absolutely because they'll tell you anything and then we you know and and hail damage comes up later i mean that's one of the big things too we get calls the morning after a storm where we got look at them and they're not you know, there's a few little hits, but it doesn't look that bad. I go back and look at them six months later after we've had, uh, you know, usually storms hit in the spring. Mm-hmm. But after you get, you know, July and August baking those roofs and some rain and all that, I've gone back and looked at same roofs that I did not see damage on. Yeah. And uh, four or five months later, they'll have damage all over them. So yeah. if, if the whole neighborhood's hit and it doesn't look like you've got damage, you may just hold off, let all the... Let the stormtroopers get done and move out of here, yeah. and then have somebody come look at it or get it reinspected. Because just be, just because you have hell damage does not necessarily mean it's time to get a roof right now. That's right? exactly what I'm saying. There is no panic. There is very few times. There's exceptions to every rule. I've seen like it. Mayfest 1995 or Frisco three uh, years ago. Right. <laughs> so there are times when it goes all the way through, but the majority of the time, the roofs that are damaged day in day out by hail are just little scuffs where the granules have been knocked off right uh and after that then the the uv the granules protect the shingles from the uv rays well when that's knocked off then that'll start wearing out and the problem is you do need to get it inspected because if you leave it alone after a year or two it doesn't look like hell anymore it looks like an old worn out roof because everywhere that there's a little hit it just starts deteriorating and you know, a couple of years later, it'll it'll look like a manufacturer's defect or something. Yeah. Well, and I just remembered this as you're talking, but uh, insurance companies have a window, and they'll they know whenever there was a confirmed hail storm, and if your roof uh, falls 
out of that window for their coverage, they won't cover your roof because you waited too long. You know what I'm talking about? Does that sound uh, familiar? Is that uh, not my customers? Is that just lingo are, they use at are, the door? We are 100. percent If you've got hail damage on your roof, you haven't filed a claim. We get it paid. Okay. And the bottom line is, yes, that is correct. There is a usually they used to be one year. Now there's usually two years mm-hmm. uh, that you have to turn in a claim at that time. But the other thing that amazes me is that couple of the biggest carriers out there when you call them number one they want to know the date of the the claim they can't file one until you tell them the date well you know people don't always know it it happens in the middle of the night it happens while you're on vacation you know all that kind of stuff so they don't always know that but they want before they make a claim or they tell you they want they want a roofer to go look at it first if the roofer says that there's no damage then they don't make a claim Mm -hmm. if uh, if there is damage, then they want an estimate. You know, if the estimate is less than what they normally pay, they'll agree to it. If it's more, they won't. <laughs> but uh, the bottom line is, if and that's another case for staying with the same company. Uh, if you move all the time, that makes it a little more difficult. But if you had coverage, you know, the the question is always, you know, are you going to refund the premiums you've been taking? You've been taking premiums all this time. But uh, the insurance company has 90 days after starting the policy and that includes every year when you renew they've got 90 days they can come out and inspect your whole property trees paint roof everything Mm -hmm. and then within that 90 days they can tell you you got to put a roof on here or we won't insure it right after 90 days they have bought the liability of that kind of defaulted and a lot of agents don't realize this a lot of adjusters don't realize this we are 100 percent we have never lost that battle that's excellent. Now, I don't fight the battle unless I know I can win it, too, I should say. But, I mean, if it's real hell damage and it's it's obvious that it's there, uh, yeah, that, that doesn't fly anymore. Yeah. Used to. So that there might, is no such thing as old hell damage. So that might be a, uh, a door knocker's high-pressure uh, sales technique is they to do. tell you, if I don't get up on that roof and check real quick, you might time out and your insurance company won't cover it. Yeah. Well, that's that's one of the deals. I can get I can get you a free roof. I can get that I can get that bought. Well, yeah. Usually, that's uh, you know the adjuster's not going to listen to him anyway. They're there. Get there's there's those people that play by the numbers. Mm-hmm. So these guys that knock on doors, you know, if they knock on fifty doors, two or three of them end up getting paid for. You know, they take the credit for it. They they act like you're obligated to me now because mm-hmm. I got them to pay for it. Yeah. But if you're the other. 47 that didn't get a roof i mean that they didn't agree to you can't even get them to answer the phone again because they're just playing the numbers they're knocking as many as they can and taking the odds that uh we're going to get the ones that that they do they don't even know how to fight it i guess is what i'm trying to say yeah so and we do i've been an umpire for years most people call arbitration uh the appraisal you don't agree with the insurance company you can't come to an agreement so the insurance company has to hire somebody to represent them an outside party homeowner has to hire an outside party and then those two have to agree on somebody to be the umpire i've never been the appraiser but i've been the umpire many a times now you've been in this industry doing this kind of stuff for so long you probably know a lot of these people by name the adjusters the adjusters Uh, the inspectors uh, i know a few but they they revolve quite a bit too yeah you know first of all when you get hailstorms you get adjusters that come in from all over the nation that's right so yeah. and you get unfortunately you get the guy that was doing cars yesterday and today <laughs> he's an insurance expert but but i can't be 
Have you seen one of these adjusters use a drone yet instead of get up on the roof? No, I know there has been some um, where, you know, they've done the claim that way. And, of course, we do, you know, like satellite imagery. um, We use that quite a bit now, which is just measurements. Not for the inspection. Right, not for the inspection. Is that Eagle View? Eagle View is one of the the major ones, yes. Uh, Eagle View where they... They come and a take satellite for each picture. Yeah, about seventy-five dollars, <laughs> I think, for for a report that shows how much hip and ridge you have, how many valleys, how many squares of roofing, and all that, and then the pitch. Which you know, at my age, when all of a sudden it's a super steep roof, seventy-five sounds like a fair deal. Yeah, you don't pay enough for me to climb up there and measure it anymore. So uh, those are the ones that we normally do, where they're difficult to get to or uh, easy to break a neck on. Well, I think we've asked uh, a lot of important questions here today. I think that you've done a great job of representing the Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck uh, Roofing Company. Well, I appreciate that. What other uh, little tidbits of information should people know before they choose uh, a local roofing company? Or should they just call you? They should just call me. Just call you. Just get it. That's the easiest (laughs) way right there. You've given me permission to tell the Fort Worth Roots listeners... uh, about the roofing inspection that you do, the roofing tune-up, and they get yeah. 50% off for just mentioning Fort Worth Roots podcast. What all goes into a, a roofing tune-up, and why should people get one? So what we do with with our roofing tune-up, it, it really started with real estate companies. Mm-hmm. We've got a couple of um, several roof, uh, real estate companies that use us on a regular basis, and we've got to where when they take a new listing, they'll call us up, and we go do what we call a roofing tune-up. So mm-hmm. we'll climb up on the roof, we'll do a complete inspection on everything, and if everything looks good, then we'll seal up every pipe that's on the roof. If it needs it, we'll repaint the, the uh, roof jacks and all that kind of stuff, just freshen it all up so that when they get ready to sell it, it's it's ready to go, and I give them a written report that shows that it's been maintained properly and it doesn't need anything at this time. The other you know benefit there is if there is old hail damage, then we can get a claim. You know we can get them to make a claim and help them through that process so that they get a new roof. And now the new roof is a selling point because what happens most of the time is that they list a the house, they get it, they agree on a price, go through all that. Then they get an inspector out there who says there's hail damage. Now all of a sudden, you know they're they're having to pay for a new roof or file put, a claim, and it's not put the brakes on everything. Stop yeah. what you're doing. So re- really, what you should do is let that be a selling point. Yeah, you know if you're going to need a new roof, get it before you list the house. Yeah, or you know at least get it worked out where you can tell them they're getting a, a roof and you can put it in escrow or whatever. But, or if they don't need one, hey, we just had a roofing tune up and 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 that is the thing. So the thing with the tune up is we get up there and if we get up there and we find something that won't be repaired paired within that that realm so we're talking about a 500 dollar uh fee to go up there and do that your listeners get that for 250 so if we get up there and you, we can't fix anything that's wrong and and give a good report for 250 we stop we call we say you know we can't do it for this you don't owe us anything if you don't want to move forward or you know maybe it'll cost you 700 dollars to fix this given problem or, right. or whatever but yeah so that's the idea. They've got nothing to lose, really. They've got, you know, if they're committed to spend that amount of money, we're going to come out there and give them a good report that, that shows them that the house should sell without any problems over that roof. Or if not, 
they owe nothing or there's severe damage and we'll get the claim made for you and you'll have a good selling point for selling the house. Right. Okay. So 50% off of that for the Fort Worth Roots listeners. And what's the phone number? 817-882-6520. Nailed it. All right. Tell Mark Andrew (laughs) sent you. (laughs) All right, man. Well, I think that's it for today. I just wanted to make sure that we had a chance to get, uh, get, get, get the word straight out of the horse's mouth. Yeah, there you go. Is that how they say that? (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate you having us on. Thank you so much for being a sponsor for the Fort Worth Roots Podcast. I sincerely mean it when I say we could not get to where we are today if it hadn't been for you and Tanya and your support. So thank you so much. We just want to be there when you're doing baby steps, and you've already passed that. So we're we're, working on it. We're excited, man. Okay. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Fort Worth Roots, thank you all for listening to this, this special sponsorship episode. We will see you next Monday. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this special sponsorship edition of the Fort Worth Roots Podcast. Big shout out, Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck. You can get them at 817-882-6520. Remember to tell them you heard about them on the Fort Worth Roots Podcast. You will get 50% off of a roofing tune-up. Big thank you to Darren. Big thank you to Tanya. Guys, we could not have done this without you. The level of success that Fort Worth Roots Podcast has experienced is a direct result of your support, and uh, I cannot thank you enough. Ladies and gentlemen, we would be honored to have you as a listener. You can get Fort Worth Roots Podcast on Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and many more. Uh, you can also get us on YouTube. We do have videos associated with each one of these episodes. Just type in Fort Worth Roots, and it'll pull it right up. If you are a business that checked this out just to see what a sponsorship episode sounds like, this is our first shot at it. I think it turned out pretty good. If you'd like information on the music series that Fort Worth Roots Podcast is going to be putting on here in the city of Fort Worth, just email me at media at fortworthroots.com. We are currently looking for more venues and more sponsors. All right, folks, that's it out of me. Hope to see you Monday. Thanks for stopping by. See you.